It's time again for the Jason Lee Club Show. It's time again for the Jason Lee Club Show. It's time again for the Jason Lee Club Show. And action, away we go. Welcome to Here's Your Freaking Podcast with the Jason Lee and Cluck Show. Thank you for joining us every week for this not safe for work, not safe for kids discussion, the uncensored version of the radio show. Uh, which, by the way, if, you were, uh, if you're behind on podcasts, or maybe you don't know where you found this podcast, or maybe you just you, you just need all things JL and K. It's just consuming your fucking life. It is the blood that runs through your body. You can get all things JLNK by heading over to JLNKshow.com. If you'd like to see six-year-old promo photos of us, that's where you'll quench that thirst. Yeah, we haven't had any new promo money lately. Uh, so uh, go look at what we used to look like. Podcast today, we got uh, well, we got a gruesome story about, did you know you could live uh, uh, after they've reattached your head? Yeah, I wouldn't have known that either. Mm. Uh, we'll talk about, uh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. If you want to get laid this weekend, it's not Plenty of Fish, it's not Match.com. There's other places that are actually, you'd be more successful. If you want to get some sex this weekend, we're going to find out what to do when your partner reveals a fantasy and you're freaked the fuck out. Uh, we're going to look at the DDLG kink. I don't actually know what this is. DD. I just saw the headline. It said a, deep, yeah, a deeper look at the DDLG kink. All I can think is deep dicking. Uh, I don't know. We'll find out when we get there. Uh, we do have a, a brand new adult toy that will allow users to pleasure themselves using their mind. You know, they say the brain is the biggest <laughs> sex organ. <laughs> yeah, who says that? And then, uh, we have the dumbest, dumbest, the, the dumbest man, uh, you we've come across ever, in a long time. Yeah, you said the dumbest man ever. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's, he's up there, man. He's definitely up there. Uh, let's start right here. Uh, we're almost, uh, we're two-thirds of the way through summer, so maybe we should throw this out here really quick. So you still got at least a little bit of time to live it up. Are you familiar with Hot Girl Summer? Oh, yeah, uh, of yeah, course you are. Yeah. Can I, can I interest you in Rat Girl Summer? Rat, R-A-T? Uh, as, as opposed to what? What, R-A-T-T? Oh, Rat Girl. Y'all like, I, don't oh. know, I don't know if you said Rat or... or. Rat Girl Summer. You know what they say, Warren, out on these streets, that's where we'll meet. Okay, all right. Not that rat. This is Rat Girl. I don't know what a rat girl is. Um, She's got a rat tail. This girl says, the girl that coined the term Rat Girl Summer, she She's says... She's greasy and hangs out in alleys? Well, she said, I got the idea while thinking about how she wanted to spend her summer. I kept coming back to the word scurry, which I just happen to think is kind of funny. It also communicates a playfulness and a spontaneity that I wanted to experience. Uh, uh, scurry isn't really... Scurry is something like, you know, the lights flip on and you th- see things scurry away. Scurry Cockroach is squ- scurry, it doesn't right? Sound, it doesn't sound like a fun word. A pirate without an orange is going to get scurry. All right. So what is Rat Girl Summer? She says it's about breaking free from the pressure to document perfect picture summer girl content for social media. Oh. Instead of joining... Oh. 
So she's going to enjoy summer like the fucking rest of us normal people. Break off from the pressure of feeling like you have to document every goddamn thing that happens to you on social media and just get out there and enjoy your real life experiences. Hot Girl Summer is more about presenting yourself where? Out. On social media. Yeah, you're having a, a fantastic summer. Look oh my God, guys, look at that. I'm on the gram. Rat Girl Summer is about having fun, and that's it. You don't have to post this. In my opinion, the best summer nights rarely look good on camera. You're shiny with sweat. You've been dancing all night. You're covered with sand, salt from the beach all day. This lady's pretty stinking smart. All right, here's the rules for Rat Girl Summer. Maybe you may not have enough time to squeeze in a Rat Girl Summer, and maybe you'll have to save it to next summer. Or maybe you can have at least a Rat Girl August. It is the 1st of August. Go outside. Done and done. It's easy to waste your summer scrolling endlessly on various apps or binge-watching television. At the very least, you got to leave your house for Rat Girl Summer. Enjoy what you eat. Starving yourself for a summer body is not allowed. Neither is feeling guilty about enjoying ice cream or other summer treats. We're enjoying the skin we're in. We're living in our bodies, not in our heads, I, according to the girl behind Rat Girl Summer. I love this. Kill the cringe. What? Kill the cringe. This means not letting yourself be burdened by ideas of what is cool and what is not. If, oh. If you're into it, you're into it. Do it. <laughs> okay. Rat Girl where, Summer. Where you want, do what you want. Rat Girl Summer includes no overthinking. The final rule is to trust your instincts and get out of your own head. Rat Girl Summer is about experiences, not looks. It's not about the life that's happening inside your head. I like this girl just decided to coin her own summer term, and she's like, this is what it is. Pretty stinking smart. Rat Girls go with their gut and trust their intuition. This woman says, no holding yourself back from doing things you're interested in because you're embarrassed embarrassment is fake she says i don't know about that embarrassment is pretty fucking real <laughs> hey, hey in those moments when you're embarrassed that's all there uh, is it's, it's real yeah, real there's nothing else but the embarrassment yeah, she says uh embarrassment is fake eh, we'll let her slide on that one but life is life and you are real maybe she means like the embarrassment of like wearing an f-word t-shirt in public like that's fake embarrassment that's still real embarrassment Shitting yourself in public, that's real embarrassment. That's also embarrassment. It's all embarrassment is very real. Sometimes you can hold it in your hand and you can put it in your pocket. <laughs> hey, maybe it's like the boogeyman. Like if you don't believe it, it doesn't exist. But it does exist. You'll never talk your way around it. Embarrassment is a real thing. It's hey, living, it's breathing. Yeah, they say like 80% of your body is water. I feel like 30, a good 30% of my body is embarrassment. You can say it three times in a mirror. Guess what's gonna what's guess what's gonna pop up behind you in the bathroom? Fucking embarrassment. First thing I do when I pick out a shirt to wear to work in the morning is this gonna embarrass me later when Jason calls me out on it. Right. Right. This is a wild story. This is gross as hell when you think about it too. Doctors had to reattach a boy's head to his body after he suffered an, and we've heard of this before, an internal decapitation. Yeah, we have heard of this. We didn't know this was a thing until the, that first story. It's one of those things that live in the back of your head, like, oh, internal decapitation. Basically, you're decapitated, but the skin is holding your head on. Yeah, that's fucking wild. This 12-year-old kid was in a car accident. Uh, he was hit by a car while he was riding his bike. The base of his skull and the top of his spine became detached. <sighs> but the skin was still holding it together. So I tried to hold up a limp piece of celery. Uh, uh, uh. The surgery... 
for internal decapitation is possible is only possible if major blood vessels are still able to flow to the brain. Um, it's treated by fusing the skull and the spinal column together using rods, screws, plates, and other bone grafts. This little kid. So, what, do you have to be careful the rest of your life? This is, I don't know. Well, no, because you got titanium rods or steel rods in there kind of holding you up. You know, kind of like the rods they put in between concrete walls. So, I guess he's. <laughs> hey, rebar? Yeah, this guy's tough as fuck. Ugh. So, they say he was discharged from the hospital, no neurological or uh, sensory problems at all. Wow. The only thing different is he's still monitored in aftercare, and it's a pain in the ass to get through the uh, x ray detectors at the airport. I want to know, how do they teach you to do this surgery? <sighs> like, does this happen enough that they need to teach you how to do it? Man, it gives me the shivers there's, just thinking about there's it. There's one guy like, fuck it, crack it open. Let's see if we can do this. All right, so you like to think you want to get laid this weekend, right? You want to meet that special boy. You want to meet that special girl. You yes. got to get on the dating apps. Plenty of fish. You got to get on Grinder. You got to get on Tinder. Bumble. Yeah. Or the new Jason Lee and Cluck show, Get Laid, Pod, uh, get laid app. It's called Humple. <laughs> that's not where you're going to find the most success where are you going to find the most success if you want to get laid there a boyfriend or girlfriend online are you about to tell me that the it's the things have turned and we're going to meet people other than dating apps now social media plain oh. old raw dog social media regular ass facebook instagram and i'm sure somebody's going to have sex through threads eventually it's got to happen so what do you do just like like somebody's picture and say hey what's up 55% of men believe that sending likes is an effective way to make a connection that then trans, uh, transitions into real life. So when a dude goes through and he's clicking on your bikini pictures from six and a half years ago, that's his way of telling you that maybe... Oh. Meanwhile, he's at home going, oh man, oh man, oh man, oh I fucked up. I fucking clicked on a picture hey, that was six hey. and a half years old. My wife is going to fucking kill me. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. Six out of ten. People believe that using social networking sites like LinkedIn or Instagram, not traditionally known as dating sites, will help you meet new partners. That's six out of ten. LinkedIn? I thought we were here for work. People like to snoop. You know, I guess it's pretty great, too, because if you're on LinkedIn, you can see if this person is gainfully employed. Oh, yeah. You can tell everything about them. 60% of people admit that they've looked through their partner's social media apps without their knowledge. More than uh, almost half of us believe that our significant other's social media profile is ick. Wait, over half of us think our uh, own? Just almost half of us. I don't I don't even know what, the, what that means. If like, you look at your wife's uh, Instagram, and you're she, like, ick. She, and she's behaving grossly? Or yeah, I guess. My wife doesn't really get on social media, so that means that I'm the one who's gross on social media. Three out of four of us say social media has been a source of conflict in their current or previous relationships. So 75% of couples are fighting about what they do on social media. See, now that's weird to me because I don't really, I don't, I'm not a participant. I love reading social media. I don't like participating in it and neither does my wife. Well, yeah, but... You're never going to get into trouble lurking like you do just reading the news feed. You won't, but it's when you start clicking and liking things. You participate, you're fucked. Yeah. Or, you know, commenting, girl, like those those sad fucking guys who post out women's pictures. So like, hot. So gorgeous, yeah. babe. Like that will get you in trouble. 42% of people who have been, uh, oh, 
42% of uh, someone's partner's infidelity was made through social media. Oh, wow. So, so of the people that cheat, almost half of them have gotten it on through the socials. It was because of someone their partner connected with on social media. Wow. So if your wife cheats on you again this afternoon, again, there's a half of, there's an almost 50% chance it's because of a connection that she made on social media. Again, I see what you did there. For the record, my wife has never cheated on me, I guess, that I know about. And if she's that stealth, then let her have her fun, I suppose. I mean, what am I going to do? Get mad about stuff that I don't know existed? Listen, we, we've we been <laughs> married for a long time, and we're deeply intertwined right? socially and financially. Yeah. It is in my best interest to just let this slide. Plus, in the back of my head, I'm pretty sure that because my wife is so entwined in our family, like my extended family even... They're going to pick her that, and well, not you. That if she cheated on me, somehow they would all still be upset at me for her not being around. Right. Well, They're going to be upset because you don't know how to satisfy a woman, but Derek does. They may open. They may welcome Derek into their into your family. That would be awkward. Uh, my wife and her new her new boyfriend yeah. are, are taking my place at Christmas. I mean, I have, I've had the holidays freed up and give me a lot of extra travel options. You got to sit there without a partner, you pud. It's terrible. Half people admit. Welcome to my cock Thanksgiving. It's just yeah. me and some turkey that I ordered from a local restaurant. <laughs> I like the table decoration. What is that? A cuckolbia? Cornucopia? Half of people admit to fighting with their partner about. Hey, uh, hey you set you set the table all nice. Like you're gonna have people over. Then your your chair goes off in the corner. You're like, this is where I sit. This is my cuck chair from Thanksgiving. You know, like the chair in a hotel room. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, half, Christmas would be free, New Year's. I'd literally have the calendar freed up. This is sounding better by the moment. You certainly don't have any pictures on social media, on Facebook or Instagram with any ex-girlfriends, do you? Half of people will fight with their partner because they still have ex's photos on their Facebook or Instagram pages. That's a good question. Let me ask. Or not let me ask. Let me look. I don't know. Do you go through and check out your own pictures very often? Uh, No. Oh, you don't put anything up there anyhow. They say hard launch, uh, hard launch, according to most couples, is the way that you announce your relationship. 79% of it use social media to let the world know that they're in a relationship. I don't know. I've been on Facebook since 2008. I mean, the timeline checks out, but Jesus, I put a lot of fucking shit on here. Who cares? Who cares? All right. So you sit down and you have the conversation. You're like, hey, you know, our sex life is super boring. I know uh, that you're sad that Derek is no longer around. <laughs> Why do you keep bringing up Derek's name, buddy? I feel like you're trying to tell me something. So you mean my new mailman, Derek? Is that the same Derek you're talking about? No, I, it, not at all. Mm. Now you're, you say, what sort of, we got to spice things up here a little bit. How about, how about a fantasy? Maybe we should get into some, maybe we should get into some shenanigans here in the bedroom since things have kind of, you know, gotten swampy around here. So you ask, what is your fantasy? And then your partner gives you their fantasy and it freaks you out. What are you supposed to do? That's when I tell her my fantasy and return the favor. She said, uh, it says, in fantasies, you can be whoever you want. You can do whatever you want. You can feel great about it. It's leaving yourself vulnerable to another person when you decide to share your fantasies. <laughs> I'm going to probably say, amen. 
especially in a society that largely views sexuality as something dirty and negative, even though we all want to do what? Sex. Oh, they're going to say something dirty and negative. So let's say your significant other hits you up with a fantasy that takes you way out of your comfort zone. (laughs) You could freak out. Do I have to wear purple lipstick? Now, if you freak them out, what's that going to do? Well, they're going to feel very self-conscious and embarrassed. They're going to feel bad. And you're going to feel bad for making them feel bad. So here are five things you need to do if they tell you what their fantasy is and you're freaked out. All right? First thing, (laughs) no hostility. (laughs) When hit with an un- You're a fucking monster. Um, they say, it, it, um, oh, saying ew or gross or what's the matter with you is a surefire way. <laughs> what's the matter with you, you sicky? They will never open up to you again. Instead, say, uh, you you just say, well, I don't really know much about it or thank you for sharing, but that's not something I would be into. That's more likely the reaction you're going to get out of any of this. Well, thank you for sharing. Uh, that doesn't but sound like if, something I'm prepared to do. But what if I don't share because I already know that what the answer is going to be is, no, thank you, I'll pass. I don't know. Sometimes you get in that trust tree, man, and you start being honest about stuff, and you banter back and forth honestly, and you'll find uh, out that uh, usually people are into just as weird a stuff as you are. They say, be curious. Ask questions. That's a good thing. Ask about why the fantasy appeals to them. I don't know. And, oh, I, and, hey, I don't know. I've always just wanted to have horror written on my tummy and lipstick. Guess what I don't want to do? <laughs> I don't want to dive psychologically into it. No. I just want to say, it just makes me excited. That's all I want to say. Yeah, most of the, I don't want to dig into it. Most of the stuff you think you're into or you might want to try, you're, your only good answer is because you think it might be hot. Right. They you're, say, not, you're not like, well, actually, because I have abandonment issues. Yeah. They say you still might not be into it, but you'll learn more about your partner, and they'll appreciate you being interested and asking what makes them tick. Don't judge if their fantasy freaks you out. Hey, your judgmental a, behavior could be more than a more of a commentary or whatever hangups you have. But that's another reason you might want to bring up. You might not want to bring up something is because what if I bring up something and she says I'm not into that. Thank you very much. But then I have to live the rest of my life knowing that she's probably thinking to herself, thinking to herself yeah. Well, fucking, he's a disease. Nah, I think mostly you're a guy, so you're going to think, well, maybe she'll come around. Uh, she just needs some time to, you know, kind of wrap her mind around it. I would just think that she's over there stewing and how disgusting I am. Support. If someone's opening themselves up to you, it needs to be acknowledged and appreciated. If it's positive and they're willing to share, then obviously you have to appreciate and respect that. No obligation. Just because you're accepting, understanding, and welcoming doesn't mean you're locked into doing some shit you're not comfortable with. Just because it's a fantasy doesn't mean it, have to, it has to be a reality. They say whatever your uh, whatever your end response is, make sure it's clear, firm, and kind. Kind. Take pity on me. If your partner has a fantasy and it freaks you out, here's the best piece of advice. Find common ground. Just because you're not into whatever's being suggested doesn't mean there's not some common ground there. Talk about it. You might be surprised what other doors might open for both of you. I think my response to just about anything would be, fuck it, I'll give it a go. Yeah, I'm, yeah. Let's see. Been around for a long time. <laughs> I, I mean, what's it going to hurt? I can guarantee you, whatever you suggest, I've seen worse. Role play kinks are a big thing. Okay, here we go. Here's the DDLG. Ah, if, you've re- if you've looked at recent trends in porn searches... Yes. DDLG is the Daddy Dom Little Girl. 
Oh, that's the stepfather, stepmother, stepbrother, stepsister. Help, I'm stuck in a dryer. Or worse, even yet, the daddy-daughter stuff. They say, on the surface, it sounds creepy and possibly illegal. However, the... Oh, there you go. The prevalence of the stepdaughter, the stepbrother, the step, you know. Oh, that yeah, that's pretty much what's taken over the internet, they say. It's not unlimited to DDLG. I can't get that out. But it's also MDLG, which would be... Mommy, uh, mommy Dom. Right, Mom Dom. Mom Dom? So it's yeah. Daddy Dom, little girl. Mommy Dom, little guy? Uh, I guess. No, yeah, it could go, it just whatever. Whatever the dynamics is of the step family situation. Um, it does make you wonder, is this what goes on in step families? Uh, I, I had a couple, and no, that's not the way any of it oh. works. It only works that way on the internet. They say, as for guys... If you've ever been ta- turned on by your partner calling you daddy, then you might have a good idea of the p- appeal of age play. For those uninitiated, here's what it's about. Obviously, everybody has to be legal, right? Everybody has to be consenting. I even get creeped out when my when my wife says to the dogs, they're like, go tell daddy. I'm like, nope, mm-mm, not a word we use. Daddy, not a word we use. That's weird. They say age kinks aren't just about sexual dominance. They're also about the dominant person acting as a caretaker. For example, buying dinners and groceries while the submissive partner cooks. Oh, well, I, you, you, you lost me at spending money. Hey, what the fuck, man? I buy dinners and groceries and I cook. Oh. Well, it sounds like all I need is me to be happy. The dom also gets off on the punishment angle and practices things like orgasm denial. My wife is really into that. (laughs) (laughs) And she didn't even know it. She was kinky as hell. (laughs) It says, okay, so what what, orgasm denial, what is it really? Um, That's like, what do they call it, edging? It says requiring them to wear a chosen sex toy throughout the day. Or seeing if their sub get off taking orders and pleasing their daddy. I don't know, man. This is some weird shit. I don't get it. I think sexually, for me, where the line is kind of drawn, where like you you become uninterested, is once it goes out of the bedroom. Like if they're like, "You're gonna take orders from me," like that kind of shit does nothing for me. It's just weird to be all bossy like that. I guess. Well, but outside of a sexual like situation, like if you're if you're gonna if you're about to do the deed, and this is like kind of ramp up to it, great. But if it's just this is. A, you know, unless they're talking about with the sub and the sub cooks. I mean, if you want to come over and cook, I'm, you know, and you're like, I am, I'm submissive to you. I just couldn't it, imagine getting off by being bossed around outside of the bedroom or being bossy outside of the. But you're like, this is your thing. I mean, I could imagine getting off if you know someone comes over and they're like, hey, I'm, uh, I'm submissive. You know, and they drop down to their knees, and then I'm like, awesome. So this is how like, this goes. I'm like, so dinner, and then she quickly pops back up and she runs to the kitchen and she makes dinner. Now that would be great. There's a thought, a school of thought, that some suggest people who are into the sub-role of kinks are trying to heal childhood wounds, but that's not necessarily the case. Well, I don't want to think about that when we're getting dirty. <laughs> not at all. Just because someone wants to be called daddy or mommy doesn't mean they've got parental issues. It's just the thing that gets them off. Again, you know, you can't, you know, kink shame. Isn't that what they call it? You can't kink shame somebody for it. All right, how about some uh, artificial intelligence? We talk a lot about that on the podcast. Um, Entrepreneur in the erotica space has invented a a futuristic way 
for some solo happy time with the help from AI. They've teamed up with researchers to create a device-powered... Um, the new... Oh, my... Are you kidding me? The new toy will allow people to think their way to satisfaction. In order for this to <laughs> oh, work... nice. Harness the see, half then, a horsepower of my brain. And here's what we have. In our, this is the hump that I, that I was just stumbling on there a second ago. Um, the A user must... <laughs> in order for it to work, the user must be hooked up to a headset and have an accompanying device secured onto the other user's... Uh, onto the user's male parts. The whole thing is connected to Wi-Fi. At that point, the machine will adjust the speed based on detections. Oh, so it's it's basically uh, giving you the business based off of brain waves. So the rhythm and the speed all hinges on your brain wave activity. Oh yeah, giving myself the business, the power of my own mind. So you're starting slow, okay. obviously, and building up until where it gets faster and. Uh, the invention is cutting edge. The uncomfortable headset makes it unlikely to show up in retail stores anytime soon. Yeah, that's weird, man. All right, here's your dumbest dude. This is truly unbelievable. The inability to think on your feet. I mean, you could be the dumbest motherfucker out there, but you could still think on your feet when something like this is posed to you. Okay. This is what this guy says. He even admits this is this is. This has to rank high on the list of the dumbest things I've ever done. Over the weekend, my girl and I were getting at it exceptionally well. Afterwards, nice, buddy. He says, afterwards, she turns to me and says modestly, I've got to be one of the best you've ever been with. So what would you reply? You are correct, sir. That's hey, right. You are correct, sir. I, I probably wouldn't do it. But you, you know, you know what the response yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In that situation, especially if it's either during or after, of course she's the best. Don't be an idiot. Dude says I was kind of taken aback because it seemed out of character and presumptuous. It not, seemed presumptuous. Not that she's not phenomenal, but the crazy weekend I'd spent with a stripper on mushrooms is going to be tough to beat. So I, being the moron that I am, he said it. He fucking said no, it. No, he said I actually took some time to think about it. Which, again, that pause. The longer you it take, it could go on for weeks. The worse it goes. He said, I took some time to think about it. Way too long, it turns out. I then, for some stupid reason, I mean, you could take a long pause and be, uh, yeah, because yeah, you don't know what like, to say. As a matter you're, of fact, you are. You don't know what to say. You don't know what to say. So then you just say, uh, uh, well, the long, yeah, hey, why would you even ask that question? The longer the pause, it makes you think the more sexual escapades you need to sort through real quick. So he doesn't come back after a long pause and say, oh, of course. He responds with his own admission. Stupidly, he says, I'd put you third. <laughs> he says the rest of the weekend. Hey, that should be the motivation she needs to climb her way to number one. Yep. Yeah, see, you need to turn that lemon into lemonade. Uh, You're like, oh, I'm number three. Uh, dude. Well, I want to be number one. Stupid move. Yeah, so maybe this is on her. She needs to work harder to take that top slot. <laughs> the rest of the weekend, he says, doesn't go well. How did I, how do I clean up this mess? I didn't mean to insult her, but I clearly did. That's like, of course. You want to go out to dinner? Yeah, where do you want to go? I don't know. How about your third choice restaurant? Right. Yeah, stuff like that. Yeah. Idiot. Good luck, my man. Hey, we're dumb motherfuckers, but even we know the answer to that question. Yep. All right, so there you go. There's the uh, podcast for the week. Uh, thanks for coming along for the ride. Always great to have you. Don't forget, you can stay up to date. Uh, obviously, all the podcasts, the videos, the social media, all of it's there. 
jlnkshow.com. We'll see you next Tuesday. Podcasts by Federated Media.